from ministry to Hollywood and all things in between. Actor T.C. Stallings helps us explore today's issues through a biblical lens. Let's dive in to TCS Live. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for joining me for another episode of the TCS Live show right here on the Edify Network. I am your host, T.C. Stallings, and today, look, I hope to bring peace to somebody's life. That, that is what this is all about today. I, I hope I hope to relieve a lot of stress for many of you out there. Um, I, I guarantee you that by the end of our time today, that I'm going to biblically show you how to do just that, just, just to be at peace in your heart, in your mind, if you let it, if you want it. You know, a lot of you will walk away from this with, with less stress, less worry. You'll feel more peace in your heart, feel more peace in your mind. At least I hope a lot of you will. Because I'm about to share the absolute truth with you that'll help you do this. And it's very freeing. I know it was for me. So I hope a lot of you can end up feeling the same way. But even if just one of you can walk away from this with a renewed sense of peace and understanding and direction in your life, then it will be more than worth it. I would be more than satisfied that I had a chance to spend this time with you today. Now, today's topic is it's my favorite thing to tell people and to help people understand because it literally changes lives. In some cases, it alters people's lives in such a way that they end up in situations that they never imagined that they would be. They have peace that they never thought they would have. You know, they, they end up doing things that they never thought that they would be doing. So this is going to be potentially transformational for some of you. Now, for others, it could be affirmation or confirmation to something that you may have been praying about. But one thing is for sure, this will be the most important thing that I could ever talk to you about. You know, if you don't listen to any of my podcasts, I am so glad you are listening to this one right now. So thanks again for joining me. And I pray that today's episode is a tremendous blessing to you. I really truly believe it will be. I'm going to start off by asking you a very direct question. Okay. Other than your salvation, what matters the most to you in your life? Let me ask that again. Other than your salvation, what matters most to you in your life? Now I say other than your salvation because If you're a Christian, then Jesus Christ and your salvation is the most important thing going for you. At least it should be the case. So other than that, what's the most important thing in your life? What's that singular most important thing to you? Now think about that deeply. Think about it deeply because I didn't ask you to just name some things that matter to you because that could could just be a long list of important things. But the key word here is most most important. So I'm talking about that one thing that's placed under Jesus, but above all else. How many of you, in answering this for yourself, as you think about it, you came up with a family member as your answer? You know, maybe it was a wife, husband, sister, brother, children. You know, I know a lot of people have life structured that way. I remember, I remember as a pro athlete, it was always God first, and then family was always second. So maybe many of you said the same thing. You know, maybe you said family, right? Maybe for some of you, it's your job. Hard to earn a living without a job, right? So, and, and, and maybe it's just you in your life. You know, you live alone. You don't have a family, you, you, but you got rent. You got mortgage to worry about and, and many other bills. So you're a career-minded person and your income matters the most to you. Maybe you answered that way. 
So I can go on and on with that. But regardless of what your answer is, I'm going to tell you what it for sure should be. Especially if you call yourself a Christian. Above all else. In fact, Christian or non-Christian, this is truth. It's just some people haven't come to know it yet. But here's what the answer should be. Above all else, and I have no doubt about what I'm telling you, that you should place at the top of your what matters most to you list, right up under Jesus himself. And the cool thing about this, what I'm about to say, is that for every person on earth that calls himself a Christian, this should be the most important thing in your life. And what I'm referring to is your God-given purpose in life. This should be number one. Your God-designed, God-created, God-planned purpose. That's it. Jesus is number one. And after that, your very next concern should be allowing Christ to lead you in living out God's purpose for your life. Nothing you will ever do in life will matter more than this. Nothing you pursue in life will be worth more of your time than this. Nothing in your life has a greater impact on your eternity than this. Nothing in your life can satisfy your soul better than this. And this is true because when Christ died, he gave us access to the Holy Spirit. This is Christ living inside of us now. And Jesus is all about his father's business. Just read scripture and you will see that. You will know that. So the Holy Spirit wants to do God's will. If God's will isn't happening in our lives, then that's simply because we are in the way of the Holy Spirit and not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead. And you and I both know that when the Holy Spirit isn't in the lead position, then all kinds of other things try to compete for that spot. And when that spot is occupied by anybody else's plan instead of God's plan for your life, well, then we have a big problem. (laughs) We got a big problem. Here's another way to look at it. Just listen to this sentence. All right. Listen to listen to this sentence. Blank is more important than letting Jesus and the Holy Spirit of God lead you in living out your God given purpose. In fact, let's make that personal. Blank is more important than letting Jesus and the Holy Spirit of God lead me in living out my God given purpose in life. Try filling in that blank with anything in your life, anything, any person, any place, any, anything, and see if it's true. Blank is more important than letting Jesus and the Holy Spirit of God lead me in living out my God-given purpose in life. You can't fill that spot with anything and be comfortable with it if you're a Christ follower. You can't do it. I can't look at my wife, my children, my job, my career, my friends, my fans, nobody or nothing. I can't look at anyone or anything in the face and tell it (laughs) that it means more to me than living out God's purpose for my life. I can't do it. And you can't do it either. I mean, think about it. Can you really do that? No, It, it doesn't make biblical sense to put anything else above living out the purpose for which God made you. Now, notice I didn't say it didn't make common sense. I said biblical sense. It doesn't make biblical sense to put anything else above living out God's purpose for your life. 
And that's important because in such an opinionated world, I want you to know that prioritizing your God-given purpose in life, me saying that, that's not a TC thing. You know, like a cool podcast zinger that I can throw out there, something that I came up with. No, this, this is a response to scripture. Let me, let me share it with you right now. It's, it's my favorite verse. It's Psalms 139.16. And it says, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Now, just think about what that's saying. Before you and I were ever born, God knew you. He knew me. And he already knew what every day was going to be about. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Now, at first, this, this can seem like a scripture that simply tells us that God knew everything that we were going to do before we ever did it. Okay, well, he's God, so there's no surprise there. But when you look at the Bible as a whole, when you read the scriptures in the Bible, it gets so much deeper than that. Because there are so many scriptures that talk about God's plans for our lives, God's will for our lives, how we ought to trust God's plans, trust his ways, trust his leading. The Bible talks about how we can make plans. You know, it says in Proverbs, we can make our plans, but the Lord directs our paths. What I'm getting at here is that we can clearly see in scripture that God didn't just know what you and I were going to do before we did it. He didn't just make us say, hey, I'm going to watch and see how this works out. No, he planned what he wanted you and I to do. He made you on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose. He made you with a plan in mind, a plan for your life. And before you and I were ever born, he laid it all out. And, and just like he told the Israelites in Jeremiah 29, 11, that he knew the plans that he had for them, plans to prosper them and not to harm them, plans to give them a hope and a future. We can take that same encouragement for ourselves the same, the same way. God also knows the plans that he has for you and me, which brings me to the whole point of today's topic, your purpose, my purpose. And here's the best news you will ever hear besides the good news of the gospel itself and Jesus saving your soul. Here's the, here's the, here's the next best thing you will ever hear. You can know, you can know exactly why God put you on this earth, why you still have breath in your lungs today. You can absolutely know what your purpose in life is. You don't have to stress about this. So many people do that. I, I used to do that. You know, you, you, ask, you ask yourself, why am I here? You're probably doing that right now. Why am I here? I'm, what, what you wake up and you just, what am I, you know, you look at life and things that are going on and you're just like, what am I supposed to be doing? What is my purpose? It's like life's greatest mystery and everything. People stress over this. I used to do that. The good news is that God created you with a purpose before you were born and he is not trying to hide it from you. In fact, scripture tells us that he wants us to know what his plans are for our lives. All throughout scripture, when it comes down to the battle of wills, it comes down to three, God's will, Satan's will, and our own will. 
what God wants you to do, what Saint wants you to do, and what you personally want to do. It's the battle of wills, three of them. And the Bible encourages us to simply fight and rebel against Satan's will, resist him. And as far as the other two, yet yeah, trade in our will, trade in your will for God's will. And when we do this, then the Holy Spirit can effectively do its job of leading you and me to doing what God made us to do. All you got to do is decide if you believe what's in the Bible and what it says about all of this. And you'll be free. Do you believe Psalms 139.16? Do you believe God has a plan for your life? You'll be free if you believe this. You'll be free of stressing about direction in life. Because now you know that you can just ask God. You can literally ask God to show you his plan for your life and lead you in living out this plan. Now, this doesn't mean that every day will be a cakewalk with no pain, no difficulties, no problems. But, but even with those things, if, if we're walking with God, if we're walking with Jesus, if we're being led by the Holy Spirit, even these things will be a part of the plan. The difficult stuff It's a part of the plan. See, we, we, we forget sometimes that even in Scripture, even within the plan of God, there are built-in struggles. The Bible says it. The Bible says in this life you will have struggle. But take heart, I've overcome the world. The Bible says that anyone that wants to live a godly life will be persecuted. The Bible says that when the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. That's Jesus speaking. So these are promises that pain may come while we follow Jesus. But if it's part of the plan, then that pain is ordained. <laughs> That's what I call it, ordained pain. That's ordained pain. If, if I'm going to go through pain in life, and we all will, I want that pain to be something that God has purposed for me to go through, not pain that I create from doing my own thing or pain that comes from following Satan's ways or falling for his temptation. Ordained pain. You know what I mean? That is such a blessing to know that even when it comes to pain, if I'm walking with the Lord, even my pain makes sense and it fits my purpose. So I don't have to stress about it when it comes. I can get through it. I can stay at peace and I can know that God's got me. Pain with the purpose. Wow. Pain with the purpose, with, with promises to get me through that pain. I hope you understand how great all of, it, all of this is, really, truly. But I also want to make sure that you fully grab on to why living out your God-given purpose should matter more to you than anything else. This comes down to Matthew 7, 21. Matthew 7, 21 to 24. It, this, these verses, this, this is a scripture that grabbed my attention many years ago, and, and, and I've never forgotten it. This is Jesus talking, and he says this plainly. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of the Father. That last line froze me in my tracks and grabbed my attention and never let it go. To this day, let me repeat that. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of the Father. Living out Satan's will does not get you into heaven. Living by your own will does not get you into heaven. Only living by God's will gets you into heaven. And I'm not talking about a works-based faith. I'm not talking about a works-based faith because Matthew 7, 21 isn't referring to that. 
It's not about works. All in, all in and of itself. What Jesus is saying here is that those who have truly accepted me as Lord and Savior will allow me to lead their lives and they will do the Father's will, which is good works. If you reject God's will, then you obviously have not accepted Jesus as Lord. And a lot of people will foolishly live life on their own terms, do a few religious things in Jesus names. And I'm throwing up finger air quotes here. And then they'll think that they're okay. They they think they're going to be okay in the end. But as you read in Matthew seven, as you read on, Jesus says that many people will be shocked as they plead their case, man. And they, and, and, and they say, you know, we did this in your name and we did that in your name. And Jesus said that I will tell them plainly, I never knew you away from me. You evildoer. Now, just think about that. If that doesn't get your attention, then I don't know what to tell you, you know, because Jesus said it as clear as day. Only those who do the will of the father will enter in. So to ignore God's will for your life and his purposes for your life is an eternal mistake. That's the bad news. So now here's the good news. Let me tell you the really, 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 really good part. Since knowing and obeying God's will is part of what allows us to enter into enter into the kingdom of heaven. You know, it's not something God is trying to keep from us. He ain't trying to hide it. He wants us to know it so that we can obey it so that we can accomplish what he made us to accomplish. It's like Ephesians 2.10 says, we are God's handiwork created so that we can do the things that God planned for us to do in advance. Simply put, it means that we, we can know exactly what to do with our lives. We can know exactly what he made us to do. And it should matter more to us than anything else, because in the end, that's what authenticates our faith. And let me tell you what I mean by that. When I say it authenticates our faith, if you and I call ourselves Christians, if you truly accepted Jesus into your heart, if I truly accepted Jesus into my heart, then what we do with our lives either confirms that or it will reveal that we are not really true followers. This is why prayer and Bible study are so important in the Christian walk in our life, because this is how we know what God's will is. Romans 12, one and two encourages us to offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. That means trading in your will and plans for God's will and his plans. That's the living sacrifice that it's talking about. Your plans die so that God's plans can live, live through you. Then then the verse goes on to tell us that we should not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. That means changing the way we think. And the way we we renew our minds is daily prayer and Bible study. And this is so key because this is the way to avoid conforming to the world, which is exactly what Satan wants you and I to do. Because it's the number one way to distract you from prioritizing God's purposes and plans for your life. Because everything else is competing for that spot. Instead of spending your time living out God's plan, Satan has us focused on chasing the bag, you know. Satan has us trying to do the craziest things that we can think of so that our videos can trend and and make us known and popular. Satan has us using our bodies as lustful clickbait 
to gain followers on social media. Satan has us arguing and bickering and lying and demeaning each other within the political landscape. Satan has us focusing on taking every hashtag challenge the world throws out there. I, I can go on and on and on with the many things that Satan uses within our world to throw at us with one goal in mind, to drive you as far away from your purpose as possible. That's it. But, it, but if you don't want that to happen to you, it never has to. Here's a simple prayer that I'm challenging you to pray. Ask the Lord to show you his plans for your life. Ask the Lord to show you his plans for your life. Every day, ask him what the plan is for today. Ask God to help you trade in your will for his will. Ask him to close the door on anything that you're trying to do if it doesn't line up with his will, if it doesn't line up with God's will, if it's not something that the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And to only open the doors that are in alignment with his purpose for your life. Also ask God for the wisdom to know the difference between what he wants you to do and what he doesn't. And this is so important, that last part about praying for wisdom, because every seemingly good thing is not always a God thing. And even if there is something good that you want to do, doesn't mean at this time in your life, that is what God wants you to do. That's how good ideas become bad ideas. When, when, when we, it's something good and we want to do it and we don't consult God about it. We just do it anyway. And it's just, it's, it's not what he wants us to do. So, so the best thing to do is to ask God to make it all clear, make it plain so that you can experience what God promises at the end of Romans 12, one and two, he says, and then you will know what God's will is for your life, his good, pleasing, perfect will. For those of you who keep up with me, familiar with me, you know I wrote a book about this called The Pursuit. And if you follow me on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I give this book away often. I give it away. So if you follow me on uh, on social media and you see me say, hey, I got I to gotta give away here, it's The Pursuit, grab that book. It talks about this in detail and it challenges you to just retrain the way you think in a biblical way. And I'm telling you, it will bless you. So I look forward to a lot of you checking that out. You know, I hope this encouraged you today. I really do. I was so excited to speak to you all about this because so many people just are stressing about what their purpose is. And, you know, like I said, Satan's trying to just conquer your brains and just conquer our hearts and have us so distracted. There's so many distractions out there. But I hope that you now know that there is no need to stress or get bogged down with worrying about your life and stop wasting precious time with that kind of living and stressing. And you can stop trying to figure it all out. Just ask God what the plan is. Because before you were born, just like Psalms 139.16 says, I love this. Before you were born, God already had done what you still might be trying to do today. You're trying to figure out a purpose that he already created. You just need to ask him what it is. And considering Matthew 7.21 and all the things that comes with living this life, there is nothing on earth that should matter to you more than doing this right now. God bless you. I hope this blessed you. And we'll see you next time on the TCS Live Show. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. 
Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. Thanks for listening to TCS Live with TC Stallings on the Edify Podcast Network. Tune in next time for another powerful exploration of faith and life. And for more must-hear podcasts, download the Edify Podcast app on the Apple and Google Play stores or at edify.app.